Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi there. Hello. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Sound like a newsreader now. To hello and welcome to the news tonight. <laughs> We've gone full podcast mode already. The dog walked itself home, ate a pizza, and took a nap. <laughs> That's it from me. Good night. <laughs> oh, man. How are you, Casey? Are you I'm, well? I'm doing really good, man. I'm so glad to be here for episode two. I figured we'd be dead by now. So um, <laughs> so this is yep. this is actually, this is a great surprise. In mind, we are. But in body, we have managed to turn up for episode two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of it's been a the lot of Resolve fun. Creators Podcast. We should, we should read the name and say what it is. That's right. Just the Resolve Creators Podcast. Welcome to episode two with me, Alex, Mr. Alex Tech, and the lovely Mr. Casey Farris. I've been described as lovely by you yeah, just yeah. now. Spiffing. Spiffing <laughs> Casey Farris. Spiffing, huh? I don't think Americans know what that means. No. Uh, it means it like spiffing Brits. If you're a British man and you're spiffing, you have a top hat and a coattails and you're smoking a pipe with a moustache and you're happy. You're that a spiffing does, British gentleman. That does sound quite good. A, a London yeah. gentleman, as they call them. Yes. Yes. That's, uh, wow. I'm spiffing then. That's interesting. You're spiffing. Every day is a school day. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Well, what have you been up to, man? The, give, give us the, the haps. The happy haps. Oh, I've just been doing the same more time uh doing the whole youtube thing you know that youtube life as it was i'm also working on some presets which is the topic of conversation for this week we're Ooh. talking presets and everything that comes with presets and around presets and whether you should use presets and all sorts of fun stuff wow. so we're going to dig into that in a moment but that's sort of the main thing i've been working on working on my own little presets my magic animate which some of you may already know about so we'll oh. dig into that a little bit okay. more and that's it i had a haircut that was a nice little change when i had my old it looks like you actually got them all cut i did i have i don't have that many left not like i used to <laughs> my every time i get my hair cut my forehead just gets a little bit bigger i'm like bigger. oh man uh, going to get my forehead resized no that's awesome <laughs> so what about you what have you been up to oh let's see i've been um optimizing website stuff been doing mm -hmm. doing the uh behind the scenes things of a content creator a lot of what i do is make videos a lot of what i do is also getting to try and get people to watch those videos in various ways with emails and websites and optimization of things and i like it but it's a lot of work and it's a totally different brain <laughs> Than yeah, just teaching resolve, you know, it's easily um, missed, I think, mm. about how much goes into just getting a website up and running and trying to deal with emails. And if you've got a newsletter, you've got to do a newsletter while also trying to plan videos and yeah. reply to comments. It's a whole big thing of lots of different things to do. Yeah, it's tough. There's a, there's a lot there, but it's fun. I'm thankful to be able to do it. So, yeah. yeah. And your website, you've been doing that for quite a while, haven't you, with your courses? Long and time. That's, yeah, that's been a big focus. Which yeah. came first? I assume your YouTube and then the website. Sort yeah, of thing? YouTube was first and ended up selling LUTs actually, um, which is sort of like a preset, I guess. Selling LUTs a long time ago. That's that's how Ground Control got started. Actually, is color grading LUTs. Yeah, and then you quickly moved into courses. I wouldn't say quickly. It actually took a long time. We did LUTs mm -hmm. exclusively for. Probably like three or four years, I would say. Oh. Yeah, but you know, that's yeah. that's kind of the nature of online business and stuff. Is it changes based on the industry, changes based on your, um, you know, what you find success in and that kind of thing. And I, I kind of saw the LUTs thing being less important, I guess, than than it was because now we have color space transforms and all these really nice color management tools that essentially makes the what we were making not so useful anymore. <laughs> were you doing a lot of sort of the transform? 
transform LUTs then, yeah. just to get everything to 709, and then you can do some fancy stuff to it. Uh, it was a transform based uh, with a look applied. Mm -hmm. So it's a transform and a look in one. And I don't know if anybody else really did that. I think we were the only ones doing that for quite a while. Now, of course, you find find a lot of stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure we were we were the first one or one of the very few solutions for that for quite a few years. Always innovating. Yeah. Yeah. Always at the first. What's the what's the saying? First hurdle, first out the gate. I don't know. Always the first, first gate one. out of the hurdle, I believe yeah, is what they say. It's a well-known saying. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. I'm in a similar space, actually. I've been setting up a website and trying to build that and figuring out everything that goes with it. I have. I've had websites in the past, but I've never really built them to sell anything or mm. to really do anything. It's always just been to have a presence on the internet that I can put my face on and go, there you go. I was told I need a website. Now I have one. Yes. I don't know why I'm building this, but here it is. <laughs> here it is. Yay. Yeah. But now I have a, a reason to be building one. And previously I gave out or I sold all my presets via a website called Kofi. It was easy. It was quick. It just sort of worked. And it's still good. To be fair, I, I've always liked the service but now it's like I need to build a better website and I need to have a more robust e-commerce solution mm -hmm. throwing out all the technical terms so that's sort of in the works it's fun as you say but it is a minefield there's just so much that goes into it yeah there's a, a lot to learn about it i'm really excited because uh, i mean when people listen to this you'll have already put out magic animate version three right yes indeed by the time people are hearing this it will be out it will be available to purchase and hopefully people will have purchased it i said this last week but if you don't you are dumb <laughs> right i don't care how smart you are you're dumb if you don't buy it and we'll get that's into still... why in a, in a little bit that's one of the better tools i've ever used in resolve so and that's, I don't say that lightly. Okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about some of the reasons why I created it and the journey to get to this point and all that sort of fun stuff. As you say, it's version three. There have been some versions before it and they've all been free. So this is the first time I'm actually selling something. So lots of pressure on me, mostly mm. by myself. You know, it's it's all sort of um, the pressure is coming from within. I'm just like, I'm selling something. I want to make sure that it's perfect. And yeah, all that going on. But it's coming out tomorrow we're recording this on a tuesday it's coming out tomorrow on a wednesday and yeah fingers crossed it all goes well i'm excited man i'm excited to to try it out and um, see what the world thinks i'm sure it will be amazing i can i'll tell this now as well because it will be all revealed it's the first of many so it's one pack which is coming out tomorrow and the idea was to get a big bundle of stuff all to come out in one big go and then i realized that I, i'm only one man but i can't yeah. design and do all these things in one go so one thing is coming out tomorrow, which is the Magic Animate. And then roughly every two weeks, there'll be another preset pack being released up until the end of the year, until there's about six in total, Wow! which will form sort of the big Mr. Alex Tech Magic Toolkit is what I'm calling wow. it. And that will be available to purchase as well. So you can either buy the individual bits or you can buy them all in one big go. Oh boy. Well, that's exciting. Can, can they buy them as they go? And But they don't get a discount if they do that, right? You can buy them as they come out. So just individually or you can buy the bundle and basically you'll get all of them at quite a big discounted rate and that will also be available to purchase ahead of time oh, so okay so they can buy the bundle like it. now yeah okay. so you can either buy the individual magic animate or you can buy the bundle the bundle doesn't have much by tomorrow it's only going to have the magic animate in it but every time something gets released that's coming out and there's also going to be a community where you can get it ahead of time and also give me feedback and start to have some input 
out on the future released stuff yes. as well. So by pre-purchasing, you're also becoming sort of part of the development side of things. So man, that's yeah. awesome. What's what's the price tag on the bundle? The bundle is going to be ninety nine ninety nine, and each pack is going to be twenty nine ninety nine. Nice. That's a smoking deal, man. That's yeah. uh, That's like a no brainer. So boy, boy, yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, it is. That's so cool. Well, congratulations, yeah. man. I'm I love everything you make so i'm i'm excited to see that and i i know the droves of of resolve fans will also be excited so thank you very much that's cool so while while we talk about presets let's talk about that just a little bit more because i figured (laughs) while we're on the topic of presets let's stay on that topic for a while (laughs) yeah I'm good at this podcast lark, aren't I? So a little bit of history about the Magic Anime, just because I think it's relevant to the the whole general conversation. So I made Magic Anime, oh, I don't even know, about two years ago, I think. And it was relatively simple. We just gave it out there and a few people liked it. It wasn't massively popular, but it did enough for me to work on a version two. And then it was about 14 months ago I released version two and it just went through the roof, essentially. Mm. It's still one of my most watched videos in that 48-hour region. The video gets about no, a thousand to 1500 views every 48 hours um so the video itself is still really churning crazy the magic anime itself has had 150 to 200,000 downloads now i think damn and dude yeah it's crazy and that's, all it that's does that's huge yeah that's, it's massive it's that's crazy <laughs> i know and it's like it's done well in terms of earnings people are really generous so i gave it out for free people have always been really generous for it as obviously as a percentage it's quite a small percentage but the downloads are crazy yeah there's just huge amounts of people downloading it and are still downloading it so magic anime v3 better be good because lots of people are looking forward to it Mm. but for those that don't know all it does is real simple reusable animations without having to do keyframes so if you want something to whip in you just tick a box and it whips in if you want something to spin it spins and if you want it to do something else it does something else and while it's really simple it just saves you time and that's what presets are there to do in my opinion yeah just they don't need to do anything fancy they just need to make your life a little bit easier exactly and that's the thing i like the most about about magic animate is that you can put that on absolutely anything and it actually helps and it saves you time and i think like there are so many solutions of templates you know you download it and you have to put in all the fonts and you have to do you have to do all this stuff first of all and so you spend you know 10 or 20 minutes getting it all set up and then it's not really what you want and you can mm-hmm. customize it but it takes a lot of work and this is just something you can just drop things on and or drop it onto your your logo and then it makes the logo come up or spin or whatever and it's all just super well done animations it's really really easy and man it's just like that's the kind of thing actually saves time even even though it doesn't feel quite as flashy and as amazing it's like that's the kind of tool that a professional will use every day Versus, you know, somebody downloading a template from Envato and just being like, all right, well, I'll use this for this one project. Yeah, I'll use this for one very specific thing and then we're done. Yeah, yeah and that was the idea is everything I've always made, any every preset, it's just been to save me time. To be honest, it's very selfish. I just go, this is great for me. And then I realize, well, it's good for me. I may as well give it out to everyone else or now try and sell it to people as well. Because if it saves me time, hopefully it'll save other people time. Yeah. Yeah. And presets, I think, are particularly useful for us as YouTubers. Because being a YouTuber is weird. Making videos for YouTube is weird because you make the same video every week 
You just talk about something slightly different, but the format yeah. is essentially the same. It's always the same, which is why presets, I think, are so useful for us. Yeah, I mean, getting something, anything that's repetitive, if you can automate it, you know, and it takes a while to set up whatever you're doing as an automation of some kind, you know, you might spend two hours getting it set up or whatever at the beginning, but then that saves you 20 minutes next time and 20 minutes the next time. And like it multiplies. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an investment, you know? Yeah. And so it's having something doing, like... like Magic Animate, you know, um, I mean, dude, our editor uses magic animate probably every day to animate various things that i mean he would have to go into fusion and you know do all the keyframes and everything every time for the same thing you know he still wants a a logo to come up and you know and just kind of be there you just be there for a minute and then you know swoosh away it's just easier to to throw magic animate on it and he didn't have to build it you know yeah it's magic it is (laughs) (laughs) how many presets do you use or sort of what style of presets do you use in resolve do you you know let's start with the built-in stuff do you open a project and create a timeline every time or do you have a timeline built do you have to jump into the project settings what's your sort of go-to when you're starting a project for me anymore i i I don't do a ton of editing because i i'm one of those people that isn't super into editing like i do it because it's necessary (laughs) but i don't (laughs) enjoy it like what right how dare you (laughs) yeah i was doing a project with somebody the other day and they're just like oh could i edit it i'm like please please edit it (laughs) and then i will do the other stuff they're like good because i hate doing color i'm like great let's work (laughs) together you know but yeah so i i don't use a ton of editing presets other than stuff like uh like magic animate and kind of the more simple titles and Mm -hmm. templates you know they don't have a, a a pumpkin you know spinning around and that kind of thing and you know a 3d logo swooshing at the screen or anything it's just you know really nice clean easy to customize titles that kind of stuff um i use a lot of a a personal hatred of pumpkins or it's not pumpkins in general it's it's a personal uh okay so from being in the video production space the educational space working with you know colleges sometimes and seeing college projects seeing a lot of beginner stuff right Mm -hmm. it's like a video on how to make ramen right and the first 30 seconds of the video is space and then the person's name flying at the screen in 3d letters and there's (laughs) you know lens flares and all this stuff and it's just to say that it's their production company which isn't a production company it's something they made up just for this video (laughs) and i'm like um that's really tacky yeah it is you know and it's like when are you going to use that if you're not editing like literally star trek Like exactly yeah. that, you know? So this is a slight divergence, but I'm going to have to ask. What's your opinion on intros on YouTube? Because I have quite a strong opinion on intros on YouTube. I'm curious oh. to what yours is. I think it's a total waste to do an intro. Yes. Um, I used to do intros and everyone yeah. hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized why. It's because you're delaying what people showed up for to tell them about yourself. And nobody wants that. Nobody yeah. wants you to like, you're at a party. Somebody comes up to you and they go, Did you know that uh, I am very handsome and I have many leather bound books? And it's like, dude, nobody cares. You know what I mean? That is how you introduce yourself when we first met. That is how I introduced myself. Yes. Specifically (laughs) that way. Ever met Casey in person? That's his first line. Hello. I am very handsome. I'm very handsome, as you can see. (laughs) Exhibit A. My face. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. And I think it's when you start, you kind of think, oh, let's do an intro and let's do a big fancy thing. Because I'm the same. I did it. I went through a couple of intros 
and it's like yay it looks cool and funky and then you're exactly right you realize that you just wasted 15 seconds or 20 seconds or however long and now it's just straight to the point here's the thing mm-hmm. there you go this is why you're here here's the stuff and if you want to know my name it's literally written down below so you don't need to see it in an intro yeah i think the shortest you can make the the shortest and less flashy you can make an intro the better if you can just get right in that's good too you know lately i've been starting every video with just here's what we're going to do in this video my name's casey this is what i do let's get into it and it's literally like 10 seconds you know and even then i'm just like "Eh, do i even need to put the casey this is what i do like probably even skip that you know it could probably just go for that because if somebody's there for what i'm talking about they're probably going to be into what i'm doing that is true seems reasonable but but if if it's literally like two lines or not even that if it's a line if it's a couple of words to just go i am this person and this is what i do i don't think that's an issue it's just I if you think so you know dancing in front of a green screen and the stuff flying past you like okay yeah. no, no, no. yeah well i think okay so i have a theory here that and i don't know i have done zero research on this but i bet i bet the research supports this <laughs> so like we think of like tv shows right and how tv mm. shows it, the, basically the older the tv show the longer the intro have you noticed that yeah it's like a TV show from the 70s or whatever has, you know, a whole minute intro, but a TV show now has a cold open, right? And it just starts. And it's like, I wonder if that's because people would show up at a certain time and they might be a minute late. They might be 30 seconds late. They might be watching something before that. They need kind of that palate cleanser of like, okay, now you're watching this show, right? Mm. And so it's like, that's why we had those intros. But now you're clicking, you're you're choosing to go into that look at something when you want to look at it. And so you don't really need an intro because you're already there you already know exactly what you're about to do you did it (laughs) yeah and actually if you're browsing netflix and you hovered over a tv show and it just showed you the intro you'd be like no i don't want to see this i want to see the actual show yeah totally agree anyways it's not it's not really about presets that was it no that's it that's free that's all that's a free rant right there Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about what presets you do use. Oh, yeah, that was it. What presets do you use individuals of? Sorry, I cut you off when we went on No, a it's okay. It's all right. But tangents are fun. Good like rant. Tangent. Yeah. The biggest ones I use are like presets in Fairlight, mm-hmm. like, like for, oh, for voice and stuff. We have a couple presets that we use, EQ presets and stuff like that, and we use yeah. those all the time. No um, one has time to do your audio every time. I'm not going to do that Especially every time. If you're in the same room with the same mic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we've been using the same preset for like three years, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's what we do. And for a long time i would do i was doing that i was like i'll drag drag the noise reduction on and then i'll do my eq and then i realized that this is stupid it takes me five minutes every project yeah and there are some fun ways that well not fun but there are some good ways that you can set presets within fairlight the can't what it's called now the fairlight master configuration thing is the best one it's under the fairlight what's it called let me look fairlight presets library and there's one within there which is super cool because you can load it by default into a timeline i think we've both talked about it before um so that's really handy and yeah it just saves you time it doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything flashy as you say it just saves you the effort of having to do it every blooming time yeah what about you what kind of presets do you use i use my bin one that's my main Uh, one so i have my little bin trick yeah it's perfect for what i do so i can open up davinci resolve and i have a timeline ready to go and it's got all of my audio stuff on there i then just drop my media in and drop it on the timeline and that's it it's good to go as i said because we are youtubers we very rarely fluctuate in terms of the resolution we need and the frame rate and this Mm -hmm. that and the other obviously filmmakers maybe have more to think about because they need to know what the deliverables are going to be whereas for us it's like just open resolve and i want it to be exactly the same as it was last time yeah and then i put i put new video in and everything else is the same yeah exactly so that as much as i can automate that and keep it the same then winner perfect yeah if y'all don't understand the the bin trick it's basically taking 
your project and putting it all in a bin and exporting that bin, just putting it on your desktop. You can double click on that and it will open up a new Resolve project with all your media and your timelines and anything that's in that bin. It's like a saved default project almost, um, but yeah. you can have multiples of those. Man, it is a time saver. It is just such a good idea. Alex has a couple videos on that. I have a video that was just Frankenstein off of his video on that. Yeah, there's a few people that have done similar things. I've searched for literally just DaVinci Resolve template bin will probably do the trick mm -hmm. and have a look. Yeah, and as you say, it's just the best way of getting into a project with everything there that, that you need. Did you spot they added you can now export power bins mm -hmm. in the last update? Yeah. Couldn't quite figure out the benefit, really. Handy to back them up. Yeah. But I was originally, I thought, oh, that's quite cool. You can do this, that, and the other. And then I realized that... It's like I mean, the same not... thing as bins at that yeah. point. Yeah, so it's just purely for backup reasons, I guess, backing up and sharing. Yeah, I guess if you already have stuff in a power bin and you don't want to make it a regular bin. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people wanted that. Yeah. For whatever reason, done. you know. You could have multiple power bins. Like, oh, I get Tuesday's power bin out and have a look. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of things about this whole crazy mixed up world I don't understand. And no. I don't understand the youth of today, yeah. their hip hop music and such. Hip hop and power bins. <laughs> what about third party stuff then? Third party plugins, your likes of Motion Array, Envato Elements, all that sort of stuff. So I mm -hmm. myself use Envato, but I don't really use it for that much DaVinci Resolve stuff just because there's not much there and it's a bit of a wild west. You download one thing and then it tells you that you need to do, it's built with timelines and there's 27 different timelines and you've got to put an image on each one and you're like that's going to take me longer than if i just made the slideshow from scratch so yeah, yeah my bit meh with them i like i like those services for the other stuff you know just being able to go and get pngs and stock footage and whatever else yeah um, i use it for that a lot um but yeah I, the resolve templates are a bit meh yeah it's that's the thing is there's not a lot of standards and honestly that that was the problem with like after effects stuff too you know um mm -hmm. and and premiere stuff and everything is everybody builds stuff different ways and you know even photoshop plugins and all that stuff it's that's true you know you open it up and there's no smart objects and it's like you have to replace things and then you have to corner pin your own thing you know like all this stuff and it's like wow really that's how you built that huh <laughs> but you know if you have the time to mess with it you know that can save some time and yeah I guess with Resolve, it's, it's only very recently, really, that you had the tools to do it. Mm. You know, other than exporting a project, which has been there for a while, but, you know, DRFX files, for example, that's only a year or so old, I think, maybe. Yeah, I, I want to say it's maybe like two years old, something like that. Mm. And it's honestly still kind of interesting to me how difficult it is to export a DRFX and to customize it and stuff. It's full, like, jank, essentially. You have to go and do it totally outside of DaVinci Resolve and not... Yeah use any specific tools at all. For those that don't know what we're yapping on about, DRFX files are DaVinci Resolve. I don't know. What do they stand for? <laughs> DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve FX files? FX. Oh, I assume. Yeah. Let's go with that. Makes sense they to me. They are. <laughs> they are essentially like macro plug-in presets, and you can package them up into a DRFX file so then you can send them to someone else and they can literally double click. It will open up DaVinci Resolve and it will install this presets so that it sits within the effects library, for example, and gives them access to everything they need. And you can set the names of your different effects. You can do folders. You can do little thumbnails, mm. all that sort of stuff. But they are essentially just a zip. You zip it up and then you have to go right click and change the file format to a DRFX. There's nothing smart about it. It's yeah. just, you just change the file type. Yeah, it's wild to me that that's how you do it still you know <laughs> and it's not like it's that hard but it's like man if we had a way of just like you know export drfx from fusion right mm -hmm. that seems like a reasonable thing to expect that would yeah. 
spit out a DRFX file that's formatted correctly, you know, saves you five minutes every time you want to export something. You I, know, probably yeah. get a lot more uh, templates going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you would. I guess we could say the same about the macro editor because mm -hmm. it's a bit of a faff, isn't it? It's a bit like fiddly and you've got to go in, you do all the right boxes and do all this stuff and it's a bit meh. You feel like this should be a much easier way of doing it. Even, yeah. you know, if you set a text plus template, you've got to jump into Fusion and right click and settings and put it in the right location. It's just all a bit of a weird solution. Something that would just revolutionize the like people making templates is if they had like a template wizard, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, do this and you can connect it. I mean, even with even with nodes or something, like you connect it to an interface in the inspector that you can build, you know, visually, right? Instead yeah. of kind of imagining what it's going to be like and having to select things in a certain order. And then if you do it wrong, you have to open up like Visual Studio code and like move stuff around. And it's like, wow, that's uh, yeah. that's a lot Just of work for somebody who might not be so technical, but might be great at design, you know? Yeah. I mean, just a drag and drop solution would be perfect. You yeah. go, I want the text box there. Cool. <laughs> Done. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that doesn't exist, unfortunately. Um, maybe it's that should be the next thing that I try and make, but I don't think I have the abilities for that. But maybe. <laughs> see. Maybe. Do they do they build the interface and everything in Lua, I, I would assume? Guess so. There's a HTML, I can't remember what it's called, some sort of workflow plugin things which you can build now. They're relatively new, but it, yeah, it must be. It could be, I don't know, Python maybe? Crazy. I don't know these things. Well, just learn how to do all that. That would be that would be great. If you could if you could save us, Alex, that'd be super. Yeah, I've got a few weeks until the next podcast, so yeah. ask me again. I'll see how far along we are. See, what's nice about the macro editor and about the DRFX thing is you can make some really cool stuff if you're willing to dive into it a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no end to the customization you can do for that stuff. It's there, There's people making really neat interfaces and, and hooking things up in a really smart ways. That's something I've been delving into. So I've done a lot of the backend XML stuff to try and figure out how this works and sorry to go back but we're going back to the magic animate stuff this new version most of the time i spent to be fair was either on expressions sort of doing the maths of how the stuff works or just working on the ui working on the front end because there's there's so much you can do with these presets in resolve which is just inaccessible within davinci resolve itself you can't build it from the macro and say you have to go into the back end and start messing around and mine is about it's about five thousand lines now magic animate is Point. and yeah most of it is it's just like UI stuff. So yeah. Put this underneath this unless this is this. So yeah, it's a minefield. That's the level of work that it takes to build a really nice template these days in Resolve, you know, or I guess out of Resolve, you know, for Resolve. That's that's interesting. Yeah. But to, it sounds like we're going to be scaring everyone away. Saving some stuff, once you get used to the weirdness, it, it can be easy enough. You know, the macro editor, the, the front end, you, you can figure it out with. Watch a quick YouTube video and you will get there with, you know, the basics of it. But it is, as you say, a frustrating thing when you do it slightly wrong and then go, well, I either have to start from scratch again yes. or I have to learn <laughs> an entire programming language to figure out what went wrong. That's the thing is like the things that you do every day that you know how to build in Fusion, like, let's say, you can make that into a macro in Fusion or you can even make that into a DRFX for the edit page without a lot of work, you know, mm. it might take 20 minutes for you to kind of put it together and, and that kind of thing once you have it built in Fusion. And then you have it and you can you can reuse it and everything. And it's it's not that difficult. We're kind of just talking about like the next level. Like if you're gonna make a robust plugin for, you know, thousands of people to use, it takes a little bit more work than that. But for stuff, yeah. you know, for your company or for yourself, it's just like, it's pretty simple. Yeah, we just do the usual us thing of going, how do you move this from A to B? And then we ignore A to B and go, what about Z? Yeah. <laughs> 
just go, yeah. right Imagine a million room. people wanted to use this for any project. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's, it's a picture of a cat. So <laughs> it's a pumpkin, Casey. Yeah. No, we know you, don't say pumpkin. We know you hate pumpkins. <laughs> I do. That's a little known fact. I actually love pumpkins. <laughs> great they're not that popular over here well halloween's getting more popular in the uk but not massively really not do like you guys you do trick-or-treating i mean i don't do you call it walk and sweets <laughs> walk and sweets yeah. all right governor want some like sweeties? A, what's a super english word for walking around the neighborhood a stroll stroll yeah a stroll and lolly <laughs> would you like a stroll and, if i went for a stroll and lolly i'd probably get arrested <laughs> Because they think I was someone naughty. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the, you do get trick or treats. You don't where I live because I'm surrounded by old people. I live literally on a road full of OAPs, old age pensioners. So if they started knocking on my door asking for sweets, again, I'd be quite scared. Yeah. But it's it's becoming more popular in the UK. I know See, you guys go mad for it. Over here, it's like we've been planning our trick or treat route for months. Like I'm planning on getting or? satellite images and like drawing a map. <laughs> like we're really serious about it. We don't even live where we're going to go. We're going to go to the best neighborhood in the city to try and get the most candy. Oh, so you literally drive to a different spot? Yeah. So that's, that's the do point. they not get annoyed at that? No, they don't care. They they know people do that. People are excited about it. It's fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's this thing that we do called fun. <laughs> Maybe I'm just really cheap because my mind was like, I don't want to give Mars bars out to people that don't live around here. <laughs> Buying candy to non-neighbors. <laughs> How dare you? No, people give out like full-size candy bars because they love Halloween and they're excited to see all the kids. Oh. You You're know? far nicer than we are, I think, you Americans. Yeah, I think we just like sugar more. It's yeah, the national even, sugar holiday, so. Even at ResolveCon, the hotel gave out free beers. You could yeah. get free beers. And it wasn't even Halloween. They just went, do you want a beer? And you go, yeah. And they go, okay. Here you go. There you go. What's that voice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a There's generic a... American bartender. <laughs> I can't do an American accent, so I just do. do. your best American accent right now. Oh. Uh... <laughs> you need a phrase, no, though, right? I think, right? Yeah, I need How about, something. Could I get a hamburger? please could i get a hamburger please uh, yeah, yeah. still here maybe it. not <laughs> you maybe go like texan or just go like proper southern but that yeah again i'll probably be stepping on some toes that's all right i don't mind <laughs> I'm, I'm very hard to offend so you'll just have that's to talk right. to the listeners about that <laughs> i'll just go with my generic would you like a beer please <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome what so, else we got to talk about uh, anyway. i had a question yes why aren't there more resolve templates available i know it does seem strange and i still think it's partly due to those limitations of making them it must mm. be and i guess davinci resolve is still in its infancy it's not like after effects you know where people have been doing stuff on that for years and years and years mm -hmm. i guess us the the general public you know not the the high-end studios doing this that and the other we're relatively new it's yeah. only been what five years really since davinci resolve from an editing point of view has started to grow and started to become a thing yeah so that's my assumption it's just the, the capabilities aren't quite there although they're getting better and the audience hasn't really matured into it just yet maybe it's gonna happen maybe we'll see a little growth spurt of templates one day and there'll just be a thousand out there i don't know i mean i would assume that'd be the way it's gonna go right i mean because yeah. as more people move to resolve it's gonna be more templates available more resources available and i know that's i mean that's a big sticking point for a lot of people why they don't want to switch is they're like well you can get so many templates for after effects or for premiere you know that i'm going to waste time if i move to resolve you know yeah. at least in that way and actually the only sort of company that i know of that does that high-end 
sort of really polished stuff is Motion VFX. Mm -hmm. They do, you know, they have their very specific DaVinci Resolve packs and they're releasing those at quite a high rate. So they, you know, they're doing like one or two new things a month at the moment. So they're mm -hmm. really building up their back catalogue. I think they're the only one other than, you know, the only established company doing it rather than, you know, Invato or random people like me. Yeah, there's, there's individuals, thing. I think, that are selling packs here and there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as far as like a big industry. I suppose we should mention Patrick. He does a lot. Mr. Patrick Sterling, he's always churning out little packs and add-ons and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, he's making some cool uh, graphs, like some, some really good templates and everything for just like really simple, you know, if you want to add some visualization to, you know, some data, something like that. And that's mm -hmm. the stuff, again, that I think is really, really helpful because you can put that on anything. You know, you could put that on a real estate video and use the same thing for a esports video. It's not that hard to change the colors and change the style and everything. And it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't have a you know, a spaceship in it and all that stuff that <laughs> I, I feel like they try and make fancy Sorry. ways to do this that just don't apply to everything, you know? I'm noting but, all these down, by the way. So Casey hates pumpkins. I hate pumpkins. I hate spaceships. spaceships. Yeah, all of that. Yep, all hate that. it. So pumpkin-shaped spaceship is what keeps Casey up at night. Yeah, it's, that's my nightmare. I look under my bed every day. I look in my toilet before I sit down for pumpkin spaceships. For the Halloween spaceship. Yep, yeah, I don't, I don't want that in my life. No thanks. <laughs> no, no, thank you. So yeah, I, I guess this is a, this is just a, a call to anybody who wants to make templates, man. That's a blue ocean right now, as far as Resolve goes. I, I don't feel like there's a ton out there, and I mean, we're searching pretty, I, I would say, pretty regularly for these kind of things, um, being mm -hmm. in the industry that we're in. Um, Even just a place to share them is what's missing as well. There isn't you don't anywhere say. that you can go. I know, convenient that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there isn't any. There isn't a central location where even if they were user generated you could you know share them amongst your peers maybe somebody should work on that yeah maybe maybe mm -hmm. giving away secrets now mm. <laughs> there's no secrets we're just no we're yeah. we're a long way off that <laughs> we we have an idea maybe mm. if you uh if you're interested in that how about you let us know about that yeah give us some encouragement huh yeah. <laughs> talking of actually i'd be very interested to see how the podcast the first podcast was received mm -hmm. we haven't got any comments yet so if you are listening to this and you enjoyed this one as well as the last one let us know even if, if you didn't enjoy it let us know as well yeah. send us some abuse the the hatred is send your hate valuable. mail to yeah. hello at mralextech.com is that what it is england just to england <laughs> yeah. just send it just to write england on a letter and just put it in your mailbox and call it good yeah draw like the king as a stamp and i'm yeah. sure it'll reach me eventually yeah they'll, they'll figure it out it's, yeah. it's a small country it's fine yeah it's only like 12 of us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we would love to know your your thoughts, your feedback, your input, your everything else. Some people were asking so already, put a comment out for the video side of things. So if you would like to see this in a visual format, if you'd like to see a cut down version of this, yeah, let us know. We're is it unfair to say we are winging it at the moment? We're we're trying things, and we're just going to see what happens. Yeah, we decided to hop on and have a chat, have a podcast, and try and do something fun, and we will amend accordingly. Yes, you know, if you want video stuff, we'll do video stuff, and if you want, I don't know, less, then we'll no. We won't do less because we, we're no. having fun. We'll you do know. more. We'll do more just to be annoying. <laughs> Everybody, make sure to go and check out Magic Animate. Give Alex all your money because he deserves it. I am definitely going to be downloading that and using that in our company quite a bit. So um, big thanks to Thank you, Alex, much. for making
making everything easier for us. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. I, I do try. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the next one, you can give me a mini review to how you're getting on with it. All right. We'll do a live review and I'll, uh, I'll pick it apart right in front of you and say like, you know, no. this sucks. Why did you waste <laughs> so much time? There's no way it sucks, man. <laughs> Version two is great. And I'm like, if it's anything like that, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Fingers crossed. Hey. Oh, talk, talking of version three, I saw your episode three of the, the puppets was out. Mm -hmm. I haven't caught episode three yet, so I will sit down and watch it's that one. It's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, we have a couple surprises in store for, for everybody um, in the Excellent. coming weeks. So very excited about that. Well, if you ever do a season two, I would like to use my, we like a beer, and I could be a voice. <laughs> hey, like everybody. To... Welcome back to uh, Nodeland. And today we have a new friend, the generic American bartender. Hello. <laughs> 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 well there you go the basically writes table. itself anyways yeah there's every direction that can go in yes well we should probably wrap this up don't you think i think people have had enough <laughs> i think probably so and time for my dinner and time for your breakfast i'd imagine that's right mercy rule yeah. on all on everybody so yeah. thank you everybody for listening you guys are wonderful again let us know what you think uh in in any way you can email email either of us and uh let us know that'd be awesome yeah thanks for listening bye bye